0: Hi, you're listening to Track Changes, the podcast of Postlight, a digital product studio at 101 Fifth Avenue in New York City. I'm Paul Ford, your co-host and your co-founder,
1: the co-founder of Postlight. And I'm Rich Diatti, the other co-founder of Postlight.
0: Rich, you have a subject you want to talk about today.
1: You know, you always lay it on me. I don't know why. We both want to talk about it, Paul. It's our show. That's right. right. I don't mind that my name sits under yours. Let's talk about... Let's talk about the fact that we get emails that say, Paul, I really enjoy your show. And that's it. I know. Whatever, dude. Here's the thing. Yeah. Let me ask you something. Did you ever write an issue of Business Week, Paul? Just curious. (sighs) All right. Let's go. We're going to talk about design. Yeah, anyway. We're not going to talk about my mm. issues. We're going to talk about design.
0: There's a, there was a funny thing when we started the company, and you would be like, you know, I have a lot of experience running agencies, and old Paul here is good for marketing. And I, the, I, it, it actually turned out I was okay at the job. But the- um,
1: Oh, you keep telling yourself that. Yeah, though.
0: I know, I know. Anyway, uh, all of that aside, um, I try whenever I can to step out of the limelight and uh, let other people struggle. All right, we're going to talk about design- uh okay, design.
1: First of all, can you let's 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 talk about what the hell design is. Design is a, it's an incredibly broad term. By the way, we should spend about three minutes talking about how many titles and roles have found their way into the realm of design. It's it is well, there's right almost now, comical. We mostly
0: hire product designers. Yeah, that's which one
1: thing. is. Bullshit, whatever. I know. Then there are
0: graphic designers. There are user experience designers. There are
1: interaction designers. Yes, that's right. I teach in
0: a program, the School of uh, Visual Arts Master's. In, MFA program in interaction design.
1: Interaction design, another humble brag, but whatever. Keep going. Okay. So we got interaction design. We've got information architecture. We've got. Uh, but that was always like you couldn't really program. You couldn't really design. But you're kind of designing. You like to grapple. Sort of. There was a tool See, called
0: OmniGraffle, which was sort of the Mac version of Visio.
1: Right. See, here's the thing. The the. Okay, so there's the world a of IT, like a classic IT, information like, technology, yeah, like literally setting up networks, setting up uh, routers, and I'm talking about at a bigger scale than your house. Right, there is a very clear uh, tiered system. Like I have a sure. friend, a good friend, who said, you know, I'm working towards. Uh, level three Cisco certification. That's right. Well, you go and you you get the book
0: and or the interactive DVD and you learn about Cisco systems and you take the test and they give you an actual certificate.
1: Yes. And, and, can, and employers, whether you're looking for a job or you're at a job, it is directly correlated with how much you're going to get paid, how much your comp is, it's actually a real thing. No, so there's no. And structure. we have none of that.
0: You have a law degree, and we also have the. I think uh, the the Webby's named our podcast as an honoree.
1: Whatever. That's bit best amongst nice. 420 yeah. others. Thank don't, you, Webbies. We appreciate it. We
0: still hung it up in our in the office where we'll we do hang, most of our sales. We'll hang meetings, anything. So up we really will. Well. I sort of if you send us a uh, any a piece certificate of, paper of some sort that's just like post like great agency thumbs up with yeah. a little ribbon
1: on it. Yeah, we'll put it up on the wall where we do all our selling. I please send them along. So in classic IT infrastructure, blah, 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 There's there's a clear sort of institutionalization of what advancing in your career looks like and how it's tied to uh, money and role and status. Well, let's be clear, too. If there's a clear definition of what you're
0: going to do all day.
1: There is. You know, you're a
0: Cisco router, level seven certified engineer. You're going to be setting up Cisco routers Mm -hmm. at a certain scale. There might be things going into them, things going out, putting them on the network. Yeah. Cataloging them, putting those little sticky notes on them, or those, you're going know, to get that tape gun that can print words. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. I like those. Yeah,
1: I like those too. Yeah.
0: I really, if I could just walk around all day and just label
1: stuff. We're all over the map now. <laughs> hey, Paul, let's bring let's it back to it. design. All right. So, in the design world, and actually, is it an issue? Is it. Look, first off, the subjectivity, and I'm not going to get into the personality profile of designers because we have some amazing designers at Postlight. Right. I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. But. There's subjectivity, there's creativity around it. So now you're asking them to please, please organize this into a chart, uh, a hierarchy of of needs that it represents design success, right? So you have, as you as you see all this stuff going, and I'm not going to touch content strategy. I'm not even going to go there. That's sort of- That doesn't have anything to do with design. Leave that alone. It is a, it's a- it's a step okay. stepdaughter of right. design. But hip, let's hip park that. Park
0: Why that. does our industry have terrible title inflation? Why are there so many titles? What's your hypothesis?
1: Do this Because fact. I think it's really hard to define design.
0: I think it's that. And I think also people go for a territorial imperative. Like I think one day somebody was sitting there going like, user design, user user experience. And then they like typed in userexperience.org and were like, this is mine now. And That's then, there's, right.
1: then there's a conference. And there's a conference. and And I think- all right, so because it's this. been loose and fast, there's no but still, something has happened here. Par let's put aside the the title soup that is design. Uh something meaningful has happened over the last fifteen years, very meaningful, which is design and the importance of design has insinuated itself into the formula ness needed for business success.
0: That's right. That's right. No, I, I you get I get newsletters. I sign up for like corporate consulting newsletters cuz I I like to understand what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you'll get it'll be like McKinsey, which if you don't know it, it's as uh, much of a consulting firm as a consulting firm can be. It's a big strategy it's the
1: top, company. It's the top of the top of the heap. As and far as uh,
0: McKinsey will send you like probably every two to three hours, you'll get a newsletter that's like yes. the importance of design in today's whatever, yeah, well, whatever.
1: Let's back up though, McKinsey. What did they do? What do they do? What did they do before this? Because they do don't only do design. They're not a design shop. No,
0: right? no, McKinsey. no. What McKinsey used to do is you'd go in and you'd say. Uh, I have a concrete factory that I bought in Spain, and I'm interested in seeing if I could provide the Egyptian market with concrete, and they'd go, "Okay, let's figure that out." For
1: in a, you. In a reasonably cost-effective way. That's right. And you're and, like, I have 40,000 right. employees. And also, like, oh, find huh. me efficiencies. Find me That's 10% right. of margin. Find me, like, what do I need to That's do? There's
0: a real direct line. You go get an MBA at Harvard and yeah. and then you literally just sort of take the train yeah. down and go talk to the people. McKinsey's
1: uh, influence is incredible. They, right. they They advise governments. They advise the largest companies in the world. So they they were incredibly influential. And
0: over the last couple of years, boy, do they like to talk about design. That's right. And what they mean when they talk about design, I'll admit I don't often read the importance of design articles when McKinsey sends them. Yeah. But what they're talking about is that kind of like overall gestalt where you like pick up a company's products and you recognize the quality of them and yes. you know, getting out of our zone for a minute. You know who has good design? Oxo. You know that brand? I do know that brand. It's a British like food brand. It's not very expensive yeah. stuff.
1: It's just. It's got a thoughtful. An yeah. And it's kind of a, a tip towards minimalist and it's. But it's also uh, kind of classic. Functional They're, and attractive. Yeah, it's
0: not expensive. Like the coffee maker is a no. good one. It It's like 90 bucks. Yeah. And, very successful company. And, and they do a, really nice things. Yeah. And it's like a good. It's the Volkswagen yeah. of, of food. Right. And it's. That is a company where design has had tremendous impact on their overall bottom
1: line. That's right.
0: Another that's right. one that's more tricky but really interesting um, is like GE. Correct. GE has gotten very focused on design and they have problems that will be like, we want to unify um, all of the interfaces to our industrial motors. Sure. And have them wa- run on one Internet of Things operating sure.
1: system. Sure, sure.
0: They just released a hot plate with BuzzFeed.
1: Yeah. Um, why did this happen? And and I think why I think the reason it happened, frankly, the shorthand reason, is Apple. I think before Apple it was understood that we as humans are subservient. Is that the word? Subservient?
0: Well, it could be the word. Let's see where the rest of the yeah. sentence is.
1: Is subservient to the machine. Meaning this magic thing showed up that somehow I used to do it with a pencil. And this machine is doing its thing. Well, here's And what we it got is understood I need to get trained and, and I needed to learn and I needed to follow the way the machine told me it had to be done.
0: So we have to frame this a little bit because what we're talking about here specifically is the computer industry and technology and engaging right. with machines with digital devices. That's okay? right. Because in other parts of the world, um, cameras for example or yeah. cars there was enormous focus on design and enormous attention paid like by polaroid or by ford motor company one
1: button yeah or you just get a like picture. here's
0: how your tail fins look like yeah. those things sold and connected with people on design but computers yeah. were expensive consumer products and complicated
1: consumer products and so this c- almost this almost cultural war ensued that frankly, for many years, Apple lost, right? IBM
0: won. IBM won, and the PC clone makers won because they and they had cost advantage.
1: At cost advantage. They frankly copied the Xerox PARC innovations of Windows and well, now we're the getting mouse. Uh, and this all is that. getting tricky,
0: right? Because so start. But you, it, no, let me finish this. Yeah, thought. but your your chronology's off.
1: No, no. I let me finish the thought. Uh, okay. I, I think it wasn't primary. I think they found some cool things that expanded the audience dramatically, but really it wasn't the main thing, right? It was still hard. It was still—you still couldn't just put it in front of someone and let them run. You still had to learn stuff. There was a way to become an expert in word processing. Like, it was still not the main sort of driver,
0: Well, and let's, I mean, here's the thing. WordPerfect, right? Here's a good example. Huge word processing program, very important. Yes, Used by every industry. Yes. You needed a keyboard overlay to know how to save files. You needed to know how to start up your computer so that you could then type in like WP. Yep. And that would run WordPerfect. So you needed that level of instruction.
1: There's all this... Trimmings around your document, right? right. There was so all there, these sort of sig- like little character uh, that was symbols. The, the reveal codes mode. The, all right? the weird, and, yeah. And exactly.
0: And so the the park interface turned that into moving the mouse around. That was what. Right. Happened with the Mac. The Mac in 1984, it commercialized Xerox Parks research into a way that people could just go buy yeah. a computer for about twenty four hundred bucks, I think. Yeah. Exactly. And start, and which then was change the
1: font. Which, listen, I'm going to do what you say, you are miles ahead of the typewriter. If I got to learn this and I got to be a pro at this, even though I'm a paralegal, I'll do it. Because right. you're giving me something so immensely valuable. So, Well, you
0: and I, our, our careers, like we've learned how computers work at kind of a command line level.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, I, I actually, early days, one of the things I love to do, even though I, I have a law degree, I loved writing microsoft word scripts sure i thought it was so cool i'd not i'm not a programmer i could do these little interesting things you could mess with the words in the document yeah yeah. and you could have like these little like you could have like mild like light logic around find and replace it was just it was fun and it was like it gave me a, a sense of power
0: now if you were thinking about design in that era what you thought about were like bronze stereos yeah, or whatever, you know? Like yeah. If you think about like a CD player where the CD was like hovering a little bit or yeah. like, it was about audio,
1: cars, cameras, yeah. anything but computers. Yeah, exactly. And Apple took a position and they said, listen, we think the human should drive, which means they seeded business, by the way. They effectively said, you know what? Except for like design professionals, they pretty much said... You know what? I don't care about the specialized training that is needed here because I'm going to create the machine that really you could step up to and just feel like it's connecting with you almost on an emotional level.
0: We got to back this out, right? So in the '70s, in the late '70s, early '80s, are working on like the Apple One, Apple Two. They get like frog design to make a nice interface. But ultimately, you have to put a disc in and load. It's
1: still pretty hard. It's still pretty hard.
0: And you were were talking about design, but the reality is they didn't know you could use a computer to design like when they were building the Apple II or the early Mac. There was – that thing had 128K. It could draw a rectangle. Right. So they assumed that people would want this sort of general creativity engine in black and white as opposed to typing commands for powerful business th- uses. Make it
1: easier, make yeah. it more approachable, right? And then they made a bigger bet with the Mac, right? Or I, I don't know the sequence of things when they tried it with the Lisa and whatever it failed. And so you've got the Apple II, the Apple IIe,
0: and then they, they sort of go off, a group of them go off and hijack the Macintosh project and start to backfill it with Xerox PARC Research. Right, which and, is and specific like the the stuff that like Alan Kay had done about small right. talk and all these sort of windowing interfaces. Yes. You know, and actually, it's and then yeah, the Lisa's coming out. It's it's all a sort of this is the thing. It's not like this one singular vision. There's like four or five competing visions, but if you look at them, if you look at like what the Lisa interface looks like, and you look at where the Apple II was, the Mac just pops. It's like the first thing. And there are stories where I think like Steve Jobs drove a Porsche into the office, like I had one put in, or or a motorcycle, which
1: makes sense.
0: It was, <laughs> it was how he wanted to communicate the value of design.
1: He like some fancy yeah. vehicle, and and. Or, the command line where you had to type a sequence of characters to get something done was, I mean, it's there, but it's really hidden away. Like, this is the thing you could walk up to, and it has metaphors against everyday objects. A little screen, a little trash
0: can, one button on the map. A mask. trash can. Let's yeah. pause
1: for a second on the trash can, That's right. right. Like... I know what a trash can does. The things I don't want anymore and I want out of my way and I don't care if they ever come back, go into the trash can. Like, if
0: I remember, didn't Windows couldn't use the trash can I had, had to have a recycle bin?
1: Because of legal Yeah, 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 yeah I they, bet there yeah. was a thing there. All
0: right, so we got to fast forward because it's not. We got to fast forward
1: and and it's also, we're eight hours into the podcast. So, yeah. so Apple loses the first 20 years. They lose the battle. Microsoft becomes a juggernaut. IBM and the... And the standardization of the f- of the x eighty six chip, micro, you know, chip and and motherboard and, and hardware specs allowed anybody to make them. Except Intel had to put the beating heart into it. And you well, had this explosion. Clear, the
0: Mac still, as a platform compared to Windows machines, is not as successful in any way. It's exactly. Like, it's like the Twitter to Facebook. It is like, but iOS is a success.
1: Okay, so now you jumped ahead. So. Yeah. Eventually, I mean, if you look at a race, right, and the, the car that's running second, and it's, a, like, it's about 28 car lengths behind the leader. And then in about 2005, 2006, it just jets across. And finally, we turn the corner and design leads. Design is business success, success. Does, like there was a moment when the market valuation let's get really pure business the market valuation of Apple surpassed Microsoft. That car passed the leader, right. and kept going. Whatever I, I right. don't know the math of how it's probably multiples of how much more valuable Apple is than Microsoft today I don't know what the number is but it's probably pretty significant and what that proved out well
0: even if it's not Microsoft is vast and Apple came from behind
1: came from behind and it's an incredible story right it's okay. I mean it's it's a phone but really it wasn't the fact that it was a phone it was the fact that pretty I mean how old uh, my son needs to get hold of my phone my son is four years old mm-hmm. he just wants my phone he can interact with it he understands it and let's put aside that It's cobbled together technology and some stuff was stolen from here and stuff, but it's not the point. The point is it became the holy grail and it's changed the way we think about what business success is. And now consulting firms, IBM, IBM is a big interaction design arm now that they're really trying to push, have just sort of paused and said, oh my God, this is a key ingredient to business success.
0: And so let me do two things. When IBM, IBM used to deliver your point of sale service in, in, all, in all across your chain of shoe stores. Yes. So you go in and you still do. You hit an IBM device in order to say, Yes. Bob just bought two pairs of shoes. How much should that cost? Right. Okay. And there was very little focus on design. It was, can we put the stuff on the screen and train the people how to use it? That's right. And so the business case for design starts to show up. Yeah. as you know even well before 2006 it's like well you know a little interaction work here could save you some money because and, and time and right,
1: time is yeah. key right like you weren't fill, it used to be like a paper slip you had right. to you had to kind of do a copy of the card that's why the numbers were um embossed on the card right. so you can get them onto the piece of paper right? so
0: the technology is always a struggle and the, and the, it takes time and design takes time and it adds expense so it was always a little bit of an extra but at a certain point, it'd be like, well, this point of sales system looks a little bit better. Yeah. And then, but there wasn't this like massive overarching business ideology where you're like, make it beautiful and simple, and you'll have an enormous valuation. And That's that, exactly right. That Whether that's real or not, yeah. right? it doesn't matter if it's real. That became the perception. And suddenly, design started to get sort of backfilled into business yeah. as this utter necessity. Which it is. I mean, frankly, like...
1: Crap. I'm glad it's there. I, I've, I've, I, tr- I mean, I, was, I had a tiny shop in 2004, 2005, and design was like part of our story. I mean... Here's what happened, right? In 2004,
0: 2005, like 2006 is kind of a cutoff point. Before that, the web and digital design was a lot about just getting stuff onto the web you were designing documents and document style experiences. You're gonna do a search engine, you're gonna put information up about a company, you're gonna let people track personal preferences or, or buy things, things like that. But those things are rendered as documents. And then after 2006, you have this handheld device that can load the web, and then very soon after you get the concept of apps. And stuff starts to get dynamic and interactive and it's no longer about documents but about interacting with human intention. And that's much, much more complicated. Designing things that are accessible, that work well, that are based on documents, you're inheriting an enormous amount of knowledge and understanding. You know, you need margins, clear typography, high contrast. You design the document, you get it right, and it's done once. You, You do it.
1: Yeah, and and it's a blend of marketing, like make it look good too, mm-hmm. and uh, utility, so, uh, which at, is unusual.
0: So there was a real culture around web design. That's where the early, like before interaction, before like it was web design, web typography was a clear focus, information architecture, all of that stuff, right? Then after mobile starts to explode and as browsers get faster and JavaScript gets faster inside of browsers, Our discipline started to change and it started to be about creating sort of frames of reference and experiences and sort of organizing information in such a way that it might actually flow and move around and always waiting for the next action from the user. So you got less into this world of boxes and arrows where there was a big grid and a hierarchy and more into a world where there was a lot of data and a lot of sort of ways to present that data that were dependent on the context and the desires of the user
1: to sort of frame what you just said you know uh, jobs gave this amazing analogy once which if he came up with it then he's a genius I, I i think he's a genius i think i have other theories by the way as to why i think we talked about them on the podcast mm-hmm. that he's he was tyrannical i think which is a key ingredient of, of getting done what he got done he gave this analogy and said look that first when vehicles were invented they served a key function initially um, they were trucks uh, and they were in ag- in agrarian societies it wasn't about getting to point A to point B it was about moving things around and really uh, as a key tool for business right and if you look at the first 30 years now or 20 years I'd say because it's changed uh, of, of computers it was about getting work done now solitaire bless its heart was over in the corner, mm-hmm. right? And uh, well, not, and
0: when you say getting work done, what we're talking about is making documents.
1: That's right. Spreadsheets, legal documents, making documents, contracts, putting them on
0: floppies or emailing them. You know, it used to be that Microsoft Word. I may still have it. it yeah, there was a menu item, and it was like send document as email. Yeah, that was where right. That it's communication, was, right? Yeah. There was,
1: it was, and look, there was a game, there was a gaming uh, sector, and uh, there there was stuff going on, but really, the computer. With a keyboard, like when I played games, I didn't need the damn keyboard. But here I was. There's a big keyboard in front of me, and there's there's the tools to do. I think it's a um, t- it's a totally sane statement to say that
0: Microsoft Windows, in particular, absolutely existed to serve the business community.
1: Exactly, G- greatly dominated by the business. And then and then he, to his analogy, then we shifted away um, as the cars became more cost effective and more a part of sort of. The cultural and social life of just everyone—it shifted away from being this just purely functional thing to being something I used to get to my grandma's, sure, and and to go out at night, and and that he—you're talking
0: about mobile, just sort of like that's right, and he 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 said, look, Google Maps, and we're about done
1: with with the the notion of computers. They they are still computers. uh, Being the primary use for them is to serve. Uh, getting things done and work and business, and we've shifted over to them being, you know, deeply ingrained in our lives in many ways. I mean, we start with them at nine years old. Now there was a day, you know, yeah, I want my kid to learn computers. Maybe I'll put him in front of a computer uh, years ago, but now it's just it's not a computer. It's it is the it's the way we connect socially. It's the way. Uh, we buy things, and I don't mean buy them from business to business. I mean, it's how, I mean, Amazon has d- dominated how we consume things. And so uh, I think that shift is worth talking about. And I think that shift leans on design much more so than well, it used to. I think
0: design gave it a language. I don't think people can talk that much about programming. Right, like, exactly. Oh, you know, for sure. Right, so you've sure. got design is one part around technology that everyone can have an opinion on safely. Yeah, so that be- makes it a big part of the conversation. Steve Jobs leaned on it very, very heavily when he was building out Apple. I mean, Apple is, is vast, right? But he was able to say things like, Look at how simple that is. Now, if you go back and you look at some of the early iPhone apps, it's all like you know, fake leather and stuff, like it doesn't, yeah, it, it actually isn't attractive anymore.
1: Yeah. I mean, the aesthetic has changed, but at the time we were so blown away by the thing. We didn't really care that it was a wooden shelf. (laughs) You know what's (laughs) tricky though is like there
0: was a point where they couldn't, they didn't know constraints are essential. Every design system is a constraint system. You have to follow these rules and if you follow them, you have a good outcome. The original Mac had a tremendous constraint system because you couldn't do anything with that little computer. Very weak, and so you can. Again, it's just so
1: charming. Yeah, right? little, it, it had that hello, the you Susan know, the, the Carey icon. Yeah, it of was it. just like
0: it was just so neat. And yeah. then, then as yeah, as you add colors and drop shadows and things, like, things get denser and more complicated. And the web truly suffered from that. It was a palette with no constraints, and people lost their minds. <laughs> right, but I kind then I missed that part of the web. Well, I do too. Like the GeoCities frenzy, but then you get to the um, like the iPhone, and then especially the iPad. Which, my God. Like all these sort of fake skuomorphs around where, you know, it's a, it's a, if it's a calendar, it's a yellow pad. no Yeah. If it's a notepad, it's a yellow pad. And if it's a calendar, it's like a, a leather desk calendar. <laughs> and then slowly Johnny Ive got that out of there and yeah. went pure digital. Look, yeah. here are these abstractions. Here's the shape. Don't, don't, you don't have to wonder what it is. Yeah. Uh, you
1: know, I, when I first saw that, I was repulsed by it. I just, my brain had been so, so programmed. I'm at my... My muscle memory was so used to like you know leather and wood and steel, and I I thought, ooh, this is this is bad, this right. is ugly, and now I can't imagine going back going to back to that, you know.
0: So all right,
1: we. I hate acknowledging that Johnny Ive was right. He's a very good designer. He's a extraordinary designer. I know he's just uh, he's exhausting. But I mean, this is
0: everything you've been talking about where you're giving Steve Jobs cre- credit. He's Ive like was a
1: key <laughs> forty to
0: eighty percent. Or 100% Johnny Ice. Uh,
1: yeah, but I think, you know. You just don't like him. No, no, no. You don't I, like I, when he comes I,
0: on and there's a spinning, rotating thing and he says magnesium.
1: <laughs> He's, exa- I just, I get tired. He's been wearing, been wearing the same shirt for 10 years he, because he can. And it's just. I would
0: love to wear the same shirt for 10 years. And just. That's for speak, different it, reasons, Speaking a plummy accent. For different about, reasons. About.
1: Um, so I want to talk a little bit about what this did professionally. Like the designer was the idiot not the idiot. he was just so marginalized in the beginning. It's like uh, he just had to do it. He was sort of a necessary evil and 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 it was it was it, it was just wasn't important. It was just like, uh, of course i gotta I gotta connect these things to buttons. so let the where's the guy who makes the buttons mm-hmm. and, and and then little by little, the power dynamic almost and including the political dynamic started to change and the influence. Started to escalate over time, and it's it was actually pretty fascinating to watch. And now there are directors and vice presidents and chief creative officers and chief design officers and all these people. Well, in a who technology
0: are, context, these people always existed and had power in other industries, but they didn't have power even around, even in the early days of the web. They weren't that powerful.
1: They weren't that powerful.
0: And That's now, right. if you are thinking about a serious organization that builds and ships products. Even you, business to business. Yes, that's right. Even, it's almost especially now, like software as a service is a, is a huge part of how people get business done, like, you know, yeah, whether it's Salesforce on the big side or or lots of we use, like, you know, to track who's in and out of the office, we use a thing called Pingboard. Yes. Right, like all of these products need some approach to design.
1: Without a doubt. And
0: they need, uh, they all have design leadership guiding the that's flow. right and that's, that's just right. understood that you do that yeah it's and
1: as we look at i mean uh, when postal when a prospect walks into postlight, and and they're just looking for something ground up i don't think we've ever put forward uh, an effort without design no people uh, come to us next. some
0: people come to us because they know us as a technology shop yeah but when somebody walks in they're just like hey i heard you're interesting Tell me what you can do. We lead with and discuss design. It's the one thing that that really I think everybody kind of has in common, including our engineers. Like it's these products have to be well designed or they won't find a place in the market. And, you know, I was reading, somebody had a tweet not too long ago, and it was about how, uh, there's this real culture of like ship whatever crappy MVP you've got and just get it out there and, and, and learn. learn. Yeah, it doesn't work anymore. You actually like the competition is too fierce. You can put any piece of crap out into the world, no one will pay attention. Their lives are filled with well-designed, attractive products. Yes, and it's unfair. It's not the same playing field that we had 20 years ago, where you, one or two people could make a really good app and and it would look as good as any other app.
1: Yeah, I, if you want to play, you need that actor in the mix it's just there's no way around it yeah i mean you can still you
0: know one uh an individual can still like take a web framework follow a grid system and get like a nice digital product yep. out the door but it's not really a one person thing anymore like you you have that designer you have the engineering you have product people keeping it all together yep and uh you know for better or for worse there there just is a an inherent hierarchy in any product getting across the line
1: yeah and and and
0: because it used to be random. It used to be like that guy's pretty good at design. He's also not the worst programmer. I mean, it was it was that. For yeah. well, those we
1: call them something, right? The designers that can program? Yeah. Even if they can't go to- really too deeply into programming, but if they're effective in helping implement the thing, uh we call them unicorns. Uh because that is a special special person that has an eye can bring forward a well-designed, attractive, easy to use Uh, interface, and code, get into the code behind it. We call them unicorns.
0: Well, there's a real sensitivity there, right? They understand how it works.
1: Which is... Just a very rare, very rare thing. It is. Um, and, it is. and it's, it's when we uh, find one, we're just like, oh, I think he's a unicorn.
0: Good designers can, and good product managers. I mean, it, there's a real range here too. Like some people mostly work in comps and things like Envision. Some people, some of our product managers, what I would say is they're really good at inspecting the element. Like they're like, Hey, I see a problem. Yeah. And they look at the problem and they actually able, are able to dig into the code and kind of cut and paste the problem into a bug report. And yeah. that's plenty. Then the engineers mm-hmm. can take it. Make it and yeah. then there's a very unusual kind of person who's like, let me fix that. And they go in and do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those are those are very surprisingly few and far between. Like it just it's very hard to work across disciplines and be mm-hmm. good in two disciplines. Yeah. Uh, to the point that we don't really look for it. it it's no, just a, it's like a nice surprise. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I want to share a final thought. all right uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, we talked about how it's an uphill climb to replace legacy systems and we really got into the the human dynamics, the social dynamics of of, of dealing with that because we think they're even more significant than the technical dynamics. I, you know in relation to design a a powerful uh, an impactful uh, high quality visual design. And that can take the form of screens or a prototype, a prototype being something you can actually click around with, but doesn't do the, the all the functionality, is an incredibly powerful uh, political tool to help move along uh, what you're trying to do. It just, you have this barbed wire of stuff in front of you that you have to pummel through. And an effective design uh, can be uh, incredibly, what's the word I'm looking for? Empowering. Empowering and normalizing. You know what it is? Uh, it could,
0: I mean, anything that makes it real makes it harder to, to blow something up. People a, don't want to, if they see That's a, lo- a good
1: summary phrase of yeah, what if, I'm trying to say. If they
0: see a lot of work has been done, that there's multiple screens, that it's ready and closer to getting built. If, Th- exactly. It's more to tear, it's tear tangible, down. It's right. hard to tear down. So yeah. like- you know, if I came to you and I say, I have a great idea for, you know, a new kind of podcast app, yeah. you could say to me, Hey, Paul, well, you know, there's a lot of people with great ideas. And uh, I've seen a lot of podcast apps. And I don't really see any I love. So what do you got for me? And yeah. I go, Oh, well, you know. Give me give me some time, right? It's cool. Let me, let me come back to you. Exactly. If I came to you and I said, Here, I, I figured it out. I got five slides I want to show you about how this new podcast app is going to work. And it'll take you about two minutes. Yeah, you're gonna go. All right, fine. Let me see him. And you're gonna give me specific feedback on the slides, not the idea. You're gonna give yeah. me feedback on the artifact. Yeah. And it forces you to talk about it as if it was real.
1: Yeah. And and every so often, uh, it creates an emotional response. And it, people are just like, "Whoa, I, I want this!" Like, you know, all of a sudden you've got an advocate in front of you because they saw something tangible and they connected with it emotionally.
0: That's right. No, I mean, design can push through institutional inertia.
1: Exactly. Because hey, McKinsey, if you want to use that quote, just right. say it again, Paul, but say it with like, as if you've been hired at a very expensive rate.
0: You know, one of the things that we learned at our offsite uh, and that we discussed quite a bit is that design can cut through organizational inertia at a 1.5 rate.
1: Uh, okay, well, uh, <laughs> d- don't, don't, you, you had it and then you you had to kind of go into a... You started doing wheelies and nobody, you didn't need them. You didn't need them. Okay. I, I, uh, need, a, I need to go put on a suit. Institutional. What did you say? Organizational. Organizational inertia. Yeah. Is, a, is a very. Design
0: uh, can push through. It's momentum where, where. That's right. Organizational inertia that's is right. slowing down progress.
1: Dude, we could have, by the way, audience as post like we could have pocketed that and put it into one of our slides or in our, one of our proposals, but free of charge, we're putting this one out there
0: what a lucky audience what
1: a lucky oh, lucky audience Lord. all right share the podcast let's get out of here all right paul great discussion actually uh we went we covered history and we covered its power the um, problem
0: with this discussion for me is there's so
1: much detail it's actually very it, it's, hard. True. it's true it's like we're like blah 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 design and yeah. i think it's it's
0: it's like we're not wrong about what no we, no
1: we, i think we're sharing insights but you're right there, it's, it's just it's an inc- there, the, the the different dimensions of this are, are are significant. But
0: I do agree with you that the, the iPhone was the sea change. Without it. Mobile doubt. changed everything and it, it took us from documents to more dynamic experiences and forced design. Because it was in everybody's palm and because two of the largest companies in the world were in total competition as to who could have the best interface. Mm -hmm. It forced design into everybody's consciousness every single minute of the day.
1: I think everybody says design is uh, the iPhone is a sea change. But I think what we're talking about is, is quite different than, oh my God, everybody on the subway is using it. Like What we're talking about is this thing changed business. It changed what People perceive as what necessary for business success, which it I don't was, think a lot of people think about when they think about the
0: iPhone. No, and I think it was just kind of the death knell for batch style computing. Like yeah. it just it, it got everybody away from thinking about documents and yeah. thinking about experiences.
1: I got badass on the DOS prompt, and I felt go- I, there was nothing that felt better. And I'm like just. Running at 80 miles an hour And there's all this shit Flying by on the screen And I know exactly What's going you on You
0: know there's a concept That's gone Which is the concept Of the power user
1: It's too bad the man the person who
0: knew How things were going on yeah. in the hood
1: I would just play Rush's Like hemispheres And I'm just Just killing it On the DOS prompt Oof.
0: That's rough. The, yeah. Uh, you know what? You know the other concept that's gone is the prosumer. Remember the prosumer? Oh, I'm glad that one. Prosumer and good. power users. There's no. We're
1: good. You're either a complete amateur or basically a pro. They We're cut good. them.
0: They cut that middle out.
1: Yeah, I know. they're well, used. To, I mean, there are still toasters out there with eleven buttons. But well, sure. I'm going to separate go, podcast. But different podcast. It's 2017. I'm going to
0: go uh, take thirty dollars and buy twenty-five camcorders and just (laughs) throw them away
1: It's just use them once yeah exactly all right paul great chat
0: all right anybody needs us hello at postlight.com you've been listening to track changes the podcast of postlight we build apps websites mobile platforms non-mobile platforms all the things you need to make your web and digital experience real for your customers and users postlight we're nice. Mm, we're strong, okay. strong. We're all right. We're doing okay. We're doing fine. We're, we're trying. Uh, we're,
1: we're not. All, dude, that's why we do the podcast because we're trying to tell everyone we kick ass. We're all right. Yeah. It's not, that's not. I'm going to send you some marketing links and we'll go from there.
0: Okay. I'm gonna Have go, a great week, everybody. I'm going to go check out some marketing links. <laughs> Bye. Bye.